Elon Musk meets with the disinformation archipelago. We're joined by Darren Beatty of Revolver News to go through that, the updates in the pipe bomber story from January 6th, and what is the dark Alabama secret. All that and more coming right ahead. But first, I want to remind you that tickets are available and you must secure them. I know there's some people out there within the sound of my voice that have not yet secured their tickets for America Fest. That's right, amfest.com, promo code POSO. Make sure you secure your tickets immediately. Go and do this before they are sold out. Don't come to me. Don't be coming to me in December, you know, uh, end of November when it's all sold out and you're saying, but POSO, but POSO, you know, I really want to come, but I just, you know, I, I did, I waited. Don't wait right now. Amfest.com, promo code POSO. Come see me, Charlie Kirk, Tucker Carlson, Steve Bannon, Benny Johnson, so many more. Tim Pool, the great Mike Lindell himself. December 17th to the 20th, Phoenix, Arizona, Amfest.com. In terms of what makes us vulnerable to misinformation, crisis events themselves make us vulnerable to misinformation, especially when there's uncertainty um, about what's actually going on and anxiety about what we can do um, to uh, prevent harm or what we can do to protect ourselves or take action to respond to the crisis event. And so the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic has both uncertainty and anxiety, and it has it for an extended period of time. And so absolutely, this makes us acutely vulnerable to, you know, going out to seek information, to come, trying to come up with explanations of what's going on to help us make better decisions and therefore um, to being vulnerable, both, both to misinformation when people are accidentally getting things wrong and disinformation when people are intentionally trying to manipulate us. Today is November 2nd, 2022, Anno Domini. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. I'm Jack Posobiec, and that was Kate Starbird, who is a member of this election integrity disinformation misinformation project the partnership working directly with the department of homeland security serving on an advisory board herself and this nebulous shadowy group which includes the likes of renee deresta and others have been working for years behind the scenes to censor the internet and manipulate the narrative we're also learning now that elon musk and his team, the, working with the current team, this guy, Yoel Roth, the head of safety and integrity at Twitter, have been working with the same group all along. To make sense of this and to understand what's really going on here, these implications, I want to invite today's special guest co-host, Mr. Darren Beatty, a former White House speechwriter and official and the editor of Revolver News. Darren, thanks so much for joining us. Great to be here. Thank you, Jack. So, so what are we to make of this, Darren, this, this idea that Elon Musk, Twitter, the DHS leaks, all of it seems to be combined, basically. They're all the same group of people. Absolutely. They're all the same group of people. It's all a network. It's all this sort of people employed by the disinformation architecture. And as we all know, disinformation is the new favorite censorship predicate of the regime because it's not just calling somebody racist and so forth, which gives them social punishments. Say someone's spreading disinformation suggests a national security violation and therefore helps the regime's intention to marshal the full weight and power of the national security state to shut up anybody who questions them on election issues, on health issues such as COVID principally, and on January 6th on immigration 
it's the whole gamut. And one thing that's really interesting. Well, and, about- and, and to, to your point, um, we've actually been able to go through and pinpoint that that very same person, Kate Starbird, was one of the people that was instrumental in flagging the Hunter Biden laptop as a piece of disinformation in October of 2020. So everybody remembers that story. Everybody remembers that that censorship played a direct role in the outcome of the 2020 election. This individual was directly tied to that censorship. Absolutely. And not just in this case, disinformation, but specifically evil Russian disinformation. Yes, of course. And yes, of course, yes. The worst had, of all. She had the support of how many in, in IC, quote unquote, intelligence community mediocrities just destroyed what little was left of their credibility to add, say, oh, yes, they're right. This is a Russian operation. It all turned out to be phony. It all turned all the fingerprints. I love that phrase. All the fingerprints of Russian of a Russian operation. Right. There's no it it, it always I always go back to when um, General H.R. McMaster was on Joe Rogan and Rogan sort of as an aside says, have you heard about these, you know, potential chaos agents and uh, uh, agitators at January 6th? And, And McMaster immediately says, who you mean the Russians? As if the Russians were behind January 6th, because this is what he's been trained to think. He's been trained to think that if there's any false flag out there, it must be, of course, done by the Russians. And this is a perfect segue into our friend Rene DiResta. Yes. (laughs) This is a perfect segue. So So explain explain who she is for everyone and, and what role she plays. Okay, so she and I have a, shall we say, vexed history because... This thing called the Election Integrity Partnership, which is the sham project. It's backed by the Berkman Klein Center at Harvard, which is a censorship board. See, now this new thing is that every major university needs its own basically censorship laboratory. And so Harvard actually has- Stanford, Harvard. Harvard has a few, I think, actually. Georgetown. Harvard has the Berkman Klein Center and the Shorenstein Center run by- really someone who looks hideous. And uh, Stanford has the Internet Observatory, and they all have their own thing. And so Rene DiResta is one of these censorship um, disinformation stars. <laughs> she's, in the, she's in the same constellation as Nina Yankovic, not quite as charming and not as ridiculous, frankly, um, but arguably more sinister. And this election integrity partnership group that she was part of the, this report basically going on about all the things, all the speech that they would just love to censor, all the speech they would just love to get their hands on and crush. And she did a very detailed report on how Revolver News, my news organization, was responsible for seeding the narrative of a color revolution leading up to 2020. And it was actually, in some ways, her report is instructive and helpful to me because the whole case is like, look how influential Revolver and Darren Beatty has been in seeding this narrative of color revolution and right, right, exactly. all these tools to show how, oh, it went from here to here to here. But ultimately, it's a joke. It's so what are we to make... What are we to make, Darren, and we, we got about 90 seconds left in the segment. Yeah. What what are we to make of this idea that Elon is meeting with people like this, meeting with these other NGOs? I, I think yeah. he should just cut them out completely. He should trust his instincts and go with freedom of speech. Don't let any of these people with this track record or any track record tell him what to do. 
well, they're all jokes. They're all sinister. And I don't know if we should wait until after the break to discuss Renee DiResta's Alabama secret. She has a dark secret. I call it the dark Alabama secret of Renee DiResta, which disqualifies her. I mean, there's a basic expected threshold of maliciousness and duplicity and ridiculousness that we ascribe to these disinformation um, uh, clowns. Uh, But in her case, it's more than people could even imagine if they don't know what she's behind. So we'll just leave it as a teaser. She's got the dark Alabama secret and you won't believe what it is. And we're going to get into it when the break is done. How about that for a promo, folks? Stay stay (laughs) tuned because we're coming up back with Darren Beattie discussing the Alabama secret of Renee DiResta. How does it tie in to LinkedIn and Reed Hoffman? You'll have to find out by staying tuned. Same, same Pozo time, same Pozo channel. Don't change that dial. We'll be right back. There's an entire new economy being created right now, and it's filled with patriotic companies that have had enough of cancel culture and the left. Now, one of these companies that you can support every day and all you have to do is be getting dressed. I'm talking about Undertack Boxers. Yes, that's right. Undertack Boxers. Got to tell you guys, they are the greatest boxers ever made. They have to be probably. Why? Because they've literally been tested by special forces operators. They are made with high quality material that's antimicrobial, anti-pilling and moisture wicking. So you stay fresh and dry all day long. They're my favorite boxers. What can I say? They come with a sturdy yet comfortable waistband that does not crack or loosen. Undertack is durable, ultralight, and shrink-resistant. Here is the best part. They're almost 30% less than the woke designer brands with the non-binary models. Go to getundertack.com. That's getundertack.com right now. When you buy three, you get one free, but only with promo code POSO. Support a great American company that's pro-America, pro-2A, and pro-military. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Getundertack.com, promo code POSO, link in the description. And we're back with Darren Beatty of Revolver News. And where we left off, we were talking about Renee DiResta, this member of the, shall we say, the disinformation archipelago. And she's involved in these censorship operations of the Internet, involved with, as we said uh, earlier this week, the DHS leaks, which came out of The Intercept. She's part of this shadowy coalition and Just the News and John Solomon. Really, a lot of people have been talking about these revolvers, been talking about this for a long time. And we're just digging deeper and deeper into their operations. But, Darren, you've got an overview of one of their operations, one of the ops that they ran in Alabama a few years ago. Can you break that down for us? What is the Alabama secret? The dark Alabama secret of Renee DiResta, who has made her career ginning up the threat of Russian disinformation, just like the Hunter thing, which turned out not to be that at all. But she took it a step further. She was involved with this organization called New Knowledge, that was caught red-handed creating fake Russian accounts and then directing those fake Russian accounts to support GOP candidates so that they can then go and say, look at all of these GOP people being supported by the Russians. We need more funding to fight the problem of Russian 
influence and infiltration, which was actually just a false flag on their part in the first place. It's really one of those things that you just can't make up. An organization that's dedicated to fighting Russian disinformation, that's creating fake Russians, like the supply and demand problem. They didn't have enough actually, you know, actual Russian disinformation, so they created it themselves. And that's 100 percent true. And people can go yeah. look this up. It's all it happened in Alabama starting in 2017, it happened in other races. They created Russian accounts, backed Republican candidates, GOP candidates, and then turned around and reported on their own operation, but left out the part that they were the ones that created it. And so, and then at, when they were caught by this, and it was funded by Reid Hoffman from LinkedIn, by the way, when they were caught, their response was, well, this was this was a warning to show you what it would be like. <laughs> No, it's it's really incredible. And you would think like, you know, the disinformation crowd, the more sophisticated elements, they gave basically clown world too much credit because you had people like Dan Freed and Alina Polyakovsky, who are sort of senior members of the disinformation crowd. And they dis they really disavowed Duresta's operation hard. They were embarrassed by it. They were thinking, oh my God, something this egregious is going to just affect our scam, our disinformation scam. We need to distance from it. It turns out in this clown world, you just fail up. And in fact, the reason Durest is in the news cycle now is not because of her Alabama dark secret. It's not because of the election integrity partnership. It's because the current head of Twitter's integrity and safety under Elon Musk is favorably citing her work, favorably citing and referring to her. I I love this as an independent analyst (laughs) or independent analysis. Well, I want to switch gears a little bit here, Darren, um, to give this story its due, because there's some more actual independent analysis that's going on from Revolver News. And we have a clip that we can play of this of a fantastic video. We're going to play a short portion of it that you've put together regarding this story that you will not let go like a dog with a bone, the January 6th pipe bomber. Guys, let's play that clip and show everyone what we're talking about. What you're looking at is the actual frame speed of the security video the FBI released to the public of the January 6th pipe bomb suspect. It's just one frame per second. You're going to learn now why that is virtually impossible, unless this tape is not the original source footage. A comprehensive study in 2021 by one of the world's leading authorities on security cameras found that 0% of cameras in use in America today operate at just one frame per second. Statistically speaking, the odds that the video the FBI released to the public was unaltered is less than 1%. The average gas station in America uses 15 frames per second. That would make the DNC national headquarters 15 times worse than the average gas station. Darren, what's going on with this video? Did the FBI do something here or or does the DNC just not able to afford an actual video camera? You know, it really, really doesn't look good for the FBI, for Merrick Garland and for the entire Fed's erection hoax. Just as a small bit of context, we've been on this DNC pipe bomber surveillance footage thing. Our last major piece We proved definitively that the FBI is withholding critical footage that would have shown the alleged pipe bomber actually planting the bomb. Why they would withhold that? Who knows? Why the Democrats themselves wouldn't demand that the FBI release this? Because it ostensibly involves a MAGA terrorist planting an explosive device at their national headquarters? Who knows? But what we found 
in this latest report is it's not just that the feds are censoring critical footage. It's that they may very well have tampered with the footage that they actually released. And the case for that is overwhelming because you can see in the frame rate at average of 1.2 frames per second in the DNC video, that's just totally out of line with industry standards. Zero percent of operative surveillance footage in 2021, as of 2021, was less than five frames per second. So we're led to believe that the DNC has statistically anomalously poor security, far worse than any gas station, any McDonald's, and so forth. And yet this is the headquarters of the Democrats. Important people work there. Important people pass through there. This is in Washington, D.C., one of the crime capitals of the world. DNC headquarters is where Watergate, uh, you know, the Watergate scandal was about a break-in into the DNC, biggest scandal in American political history. And you're telling me that the DNC, which actually does pay for physical security, just feet away from where the pipe bomb was planted, not only do they not want to splurge for a camera that's just as good as a McDonald's, but somehow they were able to find at an antique store somewhere, the only security camera that had a Jurassic level of frame rate of 1.2 that you can't even buy. You couldn't even buy that bad of a security equipment on Amazon right now. Yeah, this is like an old flip video or something. It's ridiculous. I even checked when I, so whenever we take pictures of our, of our kids, we've got, you know, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. I use the live, the live photo feature on my iPhone because they're always running around. You can never get a good facial shot of them or a smile. Even that's 15 frames per second. I actually looked that up after I read your story this morning. Even my iPhone uh, live photo has a better frame rate than this. Darren, 30 seconds. What is going on here? Well, what's going on is I think I think they tampered with it. And there's one way to find out definitively. And that is what I'm calling on um, our elected officials to do. And that is demand the chain of custody of these DNC surveillance tapes. That's the smoking gun. If we keep focused on that, demand the chain of custody, the whole fake narrative collapses. Amen. Stay tuned. Be right back. Darren Beatty coming up next. Human Events Daily continues. A new report recently came out that American household net income dropped by over $6 trillion just in the second quarter of this year. That's the most on record. We already know that the administration is doing everything in their power to keep you in the dark until after the midterm elections, which begs the question, what's going to happen when there's no incentive to hold back? That's why many of you have taken my advice and protected your financial future with gold and silver. And my friends at Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, if you prefer, and you can have it delivered securely right to your door. Allegiance Gold has some of the highest ratings of the industry, five stars, the trustling, AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Go to protectwithposo.com and get their best offer yet, up to $2,500. Yeah, you heard me right, $2,500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that Poso sent you, protectwithposo.com. We cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare for the consequences of their policies. Protectwithposo.com, link in the description. Genitive Ukraine in 2014. Tell us about your plans for nuclear war with Russia. Stop. 
Mr. President, there's yes. more pe there's more no, people sir, that are sir. there's more That's people the that are gonna get hurt if we go into nuclear war. Right now, we're on the verge of nuclear war thanks to thanks to what you did in Ukraine in 2014. So that was anti-war hecklers going after Barack Obama, former president, in Detroit, Michigan, talking about nuclear war, Ukraine, everything that's going on. The backstopping of all that is the fact the Washington Post, very you know deep within this you know 15 to 50 paragraph article, puts out the fact that apparently the U.S. does, by the way, unbeknownst to any of us, have boots on the ground in Ukraine. Now, this isn't your these these sort of um, former U.S. Uh, military members or intelligence members, not covert operatives who, of course, have been there the entire time in Ukraine. No, we actually have active duty, uniformed military members on the ground in Ukraine. But we're told we're told they're just there performing inspections. Darren, should this shock us or should we all realize that this is the same type of mission creep that has always happened whenever the United States gets involved in one of these situations going all the way back to Vietnam? It shouldn't shock us, but it is deeply troubling because all it does is dramatically amplify the probability of dangerous escalation here. Because when you have, you know, and as you said, we've, we've been involved, we've been present in various capacities for a long time. Um, Biden, in one of his many gaffes, he was, I think he was talking to like the 86th Airborne, which is usually among the first groups, I believe, to go into these places. He basically gaffed and said, okay, you guys are going into Ukraine. So there have been various uh, groups there in, in official, unofficial capacities. But for this escalation to occur, think about it. Think about the prospect of just a quote unquote accident and all of the gray area that you know surrounds the. Well, the headline, accident. of course, you know, look at these. Um, so Russia has been employing these Iranian made kamikaze drones lately with right. great effect in some of these areas. It's hard to shoot them down. The radar signature is 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 very small. And so they've you know, been using small arms, light arms, rifles in some cases. So you see some headline where, OK, they're inspecting ammunition they're, we They're said they're said to be inspecting weapons and ammunition. Well, that's exactly what the kamikaze drones are targeting. So right. the headline comes, just imagine the headline, okay, these guys are over there, these soldiers are inspecting the javelins or whatever else we're sending over, HIMARS, and then suddenly the headline comes, uh, 15 American soldiers die in Russian attack. Exactly. Right? And then just imagine and, the, yeah. the fallout from that. And you can, the dominoes oh, yeah. fall, begin to fall very, very quickly. Once there are American soldiers that died, no matter what the circumstances are, and this is understandable, we love our soldiers, and if something happens to them, it's, it's a very serious issue. But what's going on is escalation by virtue of deliberately, consciously, strategically putting those soldiers in a position to get killed such that we can use the leverage of that in the media to generate the required political pressure in order for us to escalate to a level that is not in America's interest and really is not in anyone's interest other than arguably the crooks that are running the globalist American empire. But I would even go out on a limb and say it's not really in their interest either. They're just nuts at this point if they're willing to uh, push things to this level. And so um, hopefully 
the escalation doesn't happen. It may not, but it just adds an un, totally unnecessary um, ingredient of uncertainty and danger that I guess we want to say, look, Russia, if you screw up here, if one of our guys, uh, soldiers is killed, then we reserve the right and the option to use this in the media in order to create the support that we need to move things to the next level. Which, of course, is exactly what happened in the Gulf of Tonkin with the firing right. on the U.S. Navy vessel. It's what happened in the U.S. with the USS Maine in Havana Harbor prior to the Spanish-American War when we right. uh, when we invaded Cuba. I mean, it's it's the same exact narrative that we've seen play in again and again when it comes to these situations. Obviously, Pearl Harbor that was an, a direct attack right. on U.S. soldiers. Um, but prior to that, and you can see in the data that the polls did were not supportive of the American people getting into World War II, you're still seeing that right now where people don't want troops involved, but they are willing you know, to, to support Ukraine. They're willing to start at some level, but at the same time, of course, we're, we're seeing these dollar signs and these price tags go up higher and higher on this. Darren, give us a couple of minutes, just one minute left. Um, let us know what are your coordinates, what's Revolver working on, where can people go to find more of this bombshell report when it comes to the pipe bombs? Well, I encourage everyone, we need to amplify this. It's white hot. We need it even hotter. Revolver.news is where the um, pipe bomb piece is. And I've said in other interviews, the regime, the crooks that run the regime think we're all suckers. They think everyone listening to this is a sucker. They think that, oh, we may have found them out, but we're not going to pursue it. We're going to lose track. We're going to lose our attention. We're not going to do it. Well, for once, let's prove them wrong. Let's amplify this narrative and shove it down Merrick Garland's throat so everything is teed up for real accountability in the coming months. So it's revolver.news, read the pipe bomber piece, and share it with everyone you know. And I couldn't agree more. And and should the new Congress uh, take over? You know, I said this on the Benny Johnson show the other day, but I said, look, let's let's keep the January 6th committee going. And if we're going to appoint a new chief investigator, it might as well be Darren Beatty. Darren, would would you do it? Would you take on the role if if so chosen? If called, I would be willing to serve. All right. There we go. It's confirmed, folks. He's on the record. Darren, thanks so much for joining us. I encourage everyone to go to revolver.news. Check out that story. Check out all the stories on there. Of course, humanevents.com, postmillennial. We're posting stuff constantly. Darren's posting constantly. Elon Musk, as a message to you, sir, you are the man in the arena right now. And we respect that. And we cherish that. And we support that. We support accomplishment and achievement and meritocracy here. But what we don't support is censorship, censorship of ideas, of people, and going back to the same groups of this disinformation archipelago that created the system at Twitter and across the internet that you got involved to fix and hopefully to change, not just for yourself or the profit of the company, but the betterment of humanity. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.